Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week one, day four of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 1, 13 through 16. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Let's pray before we start today. Jesus, we want to know you more through your word today. Fill us up with more of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 1, starting in verse 13. For you've heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age and among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. Pausing right there. Remember yesterday we looked at, Paul says, I didn't receive this gospel from a a person. I received it directly by revelation through Jesus. And this is going to be important because he's contrasting this with when he was in Judaism, right? He was persecuting Christians. He was, and and what he says here is, I was advancing in Judaism. This is an important point because in so much of, of what we call religion, around the world, every other religion. And and people can even think of this in Christianity. And when people talk like this about Christianity, it it really gets under my skin. And, And here's why. Paul says, I was advancing in Judaism. It's because you can work yourself, right? You can study and you can work into this, this higher plane right? I am now somebody and I'm something because I've done all of these things or I'm, I'm proving myself to be more zealous, right? It, it creates a world of extremists, right? Where, hey, I want God to like me more. So I'm going to go blow up this group of people that I believe that he doesn't like. Or I'm, and that's exactly what Paul's doing, right? He's like, I want God to like me more. I want to show my zeal to him and to really to other people who will prop me up. Um, by going and persecuting and throwing in jail the people that I believe God hates. And certainly all of my friends that are in this together, they hate them. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to round them up. That's what Paul was doing. He was going and he was rounding up Christians, uh, bringing them before trials, putting them in jail, even like within this case of Stephen, being there and approving of them being killed, like getting people riled up so they'll kill these people that he considers you know, false teachers and all this And he's saying, and he's doing this so that all of these other people can look at him and say, wow, Paul is like really on fire for this. We want him to do this and we want him to be in charge of this. And and we want to, you know, praise his name everywhere we go. That's what advancing in Judaism means. And in so much religion, that's what advancing in it means, right? There's this whole idea and it's, it's really a, a, an Eastern thing to some extent that's been very adopted. it's very open and honest in Eastern mysticism. I think it's a human nature thing is why it's adopted everywhere all the time, especially in the West. But you, you see in Eastern mysticism, you've got gurus and people like that, and, and they've ascended to some higher plane of spirituality. And so you've got to go and study under this guru so you too can ascend to this higher plane of spirituality and consciousness. And, and so much of religion, wherever you find it, whatever it's called, even Christianity, people take on that mentality of, I want to ascend to this higher plane 
of spirituality and consciousness. And so you got to go find that guru. And there's lots of people that set themselves up as the gurus. There are Christian gurus. There are, I mean, there are literally Buddhist and Hindu gurus, right? I, uh, maybe not Buddhist, but a Hindu gurus for sure. But in a, in essence, you've got, you know, uh, Buddhist monks and people like that. You've got um, you know, the Dalai Lama is a Buddhist and he's essentially their guru. You've got all of these people that establish themselves as gurus and, and you've got to follow me. And, and by the way, give me some money while you're at it, uh, to know how you ascend to this higher plane, um, within, I would say charismatic Christianity right now, it is very popular to be this, uh, one of these Christian gurus where it's like, Hey, I'm, I walk in the glory of God. I want to show you how to walk more in the glory of God, how to become more anointed and all of these things. Right. And it's, it sounds just like what Paul's talking about here. It's the gospel and, or it's the gospel, but which ends up being no gospel at all, because here's the truth. It's Jesus and that's it. There is no advancing in Christianity. There's no advancing in Christianity. There's following Jesus. And that's it. We have, you know, God says that he is far from the proud, but he, he's very close. Whoop, there's my alarm. He's very close to the humble. He's far from the, the proud, but he's close to the humble. It's the humble people that find him. Christianity abhors true religion, truly following Jesus, abhors anything that looks proud. Jesus rewards for humility. Now, one of the things that Jesus teaches, and one of the things that's very clear in the book of Revelation, other places, is that in eternity, the Lord does not reward equally. So if you want to think of a way to advance in Christianity, to truly advance in it, it's looking to eternity and, and looking at how does the Lord reward people? Because the rewards in eternity are not equal, right? Our salvation is equal. We are saved from our sins and there's nothing that we can do to save ourselves from our sins. And so we are all equal in that. And there is no advancing to be more saved or to be saved. And the only thing that we have, the only commodity that Christians can, can trade in are the rewards that God says he will pour out on his people based on their works, based on the good deeds that they do in eternity. Not here. It's not about our salvation. It's about the rewards that he showers on his people in eternity. And when you read all of scripture about how the Lord rewards, it's not for being some great teacher. It's not for being somebody who, who started a mega company or a mega church. It's the people who give a cup of cold water to someone in need. It's the people that lay themselves down for others. It's the people that give even out of their poverty. It's the people that do things out of humility, not out of showing off how awesome they are to everyone else. And that's the thing that's the thing that always feels good is when we show off to everyone else how awesome we are, how spiritual we are. But that's not Christianity. Now that's how people advance in what I would call religion, dead religion. 
by showing off and, and expounding upon how awesome they are. I can't recall the number of sermons and people I've heard telling everyone how awesome they are so that people will give them money. It's, 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 um, it's a very common tactic. Now, Christianity, Christianity is based in our understanding that we add nothing to this. And that makes us humble. And that changes this. That changes the equation. That changes the dynamics here. So what Paul is saying is all of this stuff I was doing before, it was for human uh, gratification. It's other people noticing and, and looking at me. Verse 15, but when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. Again, this is important. I think Paul here is, is thinking of the verse in Jeremiah where God calls Jeremiah and says, I knew you in your mother's womb. I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Right, Paul's saying he knew the same thing for me. He did the same thing for me. And when Jesus revealed himself on that day on the road to Damascus, when Paul is on his way to go to the city of Damascus to round up Christians and bring them back to Jerusalem for trial, Jesus encounters him. And he's blind for three days. A man named Ananias prays for him. The Lord heals him. And then Paul says, you know what? I know that there's these, the Christians are in Jerusalem and he's probably thinking on multiple levels. If I went there, they're not going to see me (laughs) because of what I've been doing. They're not going to talk to me. But even more than that, Paul's saying, I have been doing everything in my power to seek the approval of, of the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin, the rulers of our people. I've been trying to work myself into this job of being in the Sanhedrin and being someone important. I've been, I've been seeking after the approval of man this whole time. And now I've met Jesus face to face and he's told me how wrong I was. And so Paul wisely says, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a break and I'm not going to go to these apostles and try to prove to them how awesome I am now as a Christian. I'm not going to do this thing where I'm going to keep seeking man's approval. And Paul puts a pause on his life because he realized that it was him seeking man's approval that led him to persecute Christians in the first place. Like, I can't go back to this. And so he's going to tell us he's actually going to take years where he is just going to seek the Lord and undo the things that he's done in his life, the, 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 the things that have propped up his mode of living, he's going to spend some time to tear them down. Because he, he knows right off the bat, hey, the Lord told him, hey, you are going to be my messenger to the Gentiles. And so Paul thinks himself and is like, if that's true, I have to have some time to work all of this garbage out of my system because I can't continue doing this, this honor seeking thing. 
Paul rightly understands that the gospel isn't too important, too important to let his own ambitions and drive and all of that get in the way of him being able to preach the gospel. That was true for him, and it needs to be true for us today. And it's one of the most challenging things that we can do is learn to lay ourselves down for the sake of the gospel. Laying ourselves down is one of the hardest things to do. I would say it's impossible without the supernatural involvement of God. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.